A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary care plan and help manage out of pocket costs learn more at uh1.com this is paul hawksby and charlie baker and this is the h and j daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show well we spoke to a guy called ross bennett he's a wolf season ticket holder and he yep. found himself called upon to be the fourth official in an fa cup game against brentford on tuesday it was quite the story wasn't yeah, it? he had the night of his life he did off the back of that you had some similar tales for us which we'll also bring you um, we also chatted to expert in both tennis and the NBA, Max Whittle, and it did allow Charlie to show off his <laughs> basketball knowledge. Indeed. I had, a, had a, bit of a, go, fashion. a bit of a go at tennis players and then a bit of basketball, which obviously yeah. is my expertise. Uh, the Moose joined us as well. We discovered in an old clip that the Moose has got <laughs> a little catchphrase that he's underused, but that could be about to change, as you'll discover. And we had a chat. We had a West Country corner. That was yeah. back today. And um, yeah, we imagined nice. we imagined certain scenarios exactly. that that, uh, that that you may be interested. Very in. nice. So uh, that and the birthday spread, of course. Here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Afternoon, Paul. Very You're nice pop to be there here. at your football club from Fletch, yes. editorialising. Maybe an abuse of power. Would you say he's obsessed? Yeah, he's obsessed with Talkie United. <laughs> Like no, the the people who cared about what he was saying in in that news bulletin, sports news bulletin, then were in this room. Yes, that's <laughs> that's right. The it's only just people point who cared. Absolutely, fellow non-league club obsessed. working. Terrible. Terrible. Uh, I was, saw a thing in the papers today. Oh yeah, uh, talking of uh, non-league. Um, I think one of the few non-league players. I don't know how many non-league players are appearing at the African Cup of Nations. Okay. But um, one of them is uh, Taryn Alarak. I should say that again, shouldn't I? Alarakia. Oh yeah, who plays for Wildston? Wildston, yes, yeah. I thought that. Yes, I've been there, Wildston. And uh, yep, yeah, he is playing in the uh, Cup of Nations. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I was wondering how many non-league players are there that are that are international? Internationals. There's been a few over the years, hasn't there? I would yeah. imagine. We have a uh, Sri Lanka international. Do you really? Uh, uh, our club, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know how, how much... I don't know how big the country has to be <laughs> or how low down the rankings you have to be. We had the Gibraltar goalkeeper once as our second keeper for oh, a really? while. Yeah, I think he played twice. You often but, uh, get... Yeah, we've got Dylan, Dylan De Silva now. He plays for Sri Lanka and Torquay United. I looked a few up. Quite a lot from... Get quite a lot from the Caribbean islands. Okay, yeah. Guys that, that would have been eligible to play probably for England, yeah. but also for, I don't know, the Grenadines, stuff sure. like that. So you get a bit of that. Well, two of Torquay's greatest ever players, Gregory Goodridge and Rodney Jack, were St Vincent and yeah. uh, Grenada. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so, you know, we've, 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 in, in the past we've had links to them, yeah. Paul, but yeah, I mean... They never they don't call non-league games off because so many internationals <laughs> are in action. I don't think you don't often get that going Probably on. if it was Wrexham they would because, you yeah. know, they're not non-league anymore. So, uh, no, that's very true. There we are. I'm enjoying the Afcon. Are you watching it? Have you seen any I've of been, been been bits, yeah, I've been watching uh, highlights, bits and pieces. I haven't watched. I've got to be honest. I haven't watched a live game yet. I've dipped in and out of a few. I watched, but I've been Tun- watching the highlights. I, think I watched Tunisia last night. Tunisia. Yeah. They they won last night. That was good. And uh, it's it's a it's exciting tournament. It's a yeah, really, yeah, yeah, really good fun there's tournament. There's been yeah, some yeah. real upsets in the old results, hasn't it? Now. Charlie, as we know, if people listen to the show on a regular basis, they know that you've got a bit of a weakness for buying stuff. Oh, yeah, anything. Randomly yeah. buying stuff, Absolutely. normally on Facebook Marketplace. Oh, yeah, get it on the Marketplace, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Two pound on their offer. Carving I saw, knife for I sale. I saw something earlier on today 
someone's flogging a Concorde engine on Ooh, eBay. Yeah, OK. Right. It actual is, engine, is it? Actual engine? It's an actual... It's a Rolls is it a Rolls-Royce engine, is it's it? It's a Rolls-Royce Olympus turbojet engine. Oh, yeah. It's got a supersonic afterburner. That's nice. Right? And yeah. it, it, it can reach speeds of 1,354 <laughs> mile an hour. Yeah. I mean... It's, what would you do with it outside of well, owning a Concorde? I mean, I think you'd probably find someone with a sort of souped-up Civic, some 19-year-old <laughs> who just passed his test. The blue light on the bottom of it. Yeah. With, yeah, with, yeah. What's it like? What a Corsa. Put it in their Corsa. Burn, trying to burn someone up at the lights, and he's there, and he's revving, <laughs> not knowing that he's got a Concorde engine. Concorde engine. Con- yeah, we've Supersonic. Got con- took the old engine out. Me Civic, but a Concorde lump in there. It's he fantastic. Dro- he drove to America in three hours in his Corsa. Yeah. <laughs> so we did it. I imagine it's, it's a, lot, imagine a lot heavier, isn't it? <laughs> when a light, like lights under the car, one of those yeah, jacked nice, up yeah. the big wheels and a, and a Concorde engine. You can see the curvature of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Where's, um, That's nice. What are you going to do yeah. with it? So it's for sale Where's on eBay, Bradley? is it? Oh, he's out. What's that noise? Oh, actually, it's Sonic Boom. <laughs> it's Sonic Boom on his Corsa. Unbelievable. Yeah. Southend uh, have uh, an a- Afghan international in their ranks. Oh, what about Noor that? Hussein. Right. John in Essex. Thanks, John. Well, last May, Appreciate somebody it. did a bit of a thread on this on oh, non- yeah. non-league matters. Oh, yeah. Hello, non-league matters. Hello. Yeah. Now, we are making a value judgment by doing that, Charlie, so I don't think we should. Oh, you started it. I'm saying I did start <laughs> Don't throw me under I the bus. Did, no, did. don't do that. Yeah, don't, be, oh, don't <laughs> stop being offensive to people in the world of non-league, Charlie. You're oh, better, yes, non-league here. You're better than that. You're, sorry, my voice started to type. You're better than that. Yes, yes, <laughs> you are. Um, yeah, we've got players from Guyana, Tyrone Sterling, Grenada. Right. That's yeah. right. Somebody I, I sort of knew as a kid, certainly knew his dad, Eric, Jazzy Barnum Bob. Oh, yeah. Who played, was at your club? Talk here. St. Vincent uh, and the Grenadines. That's right. So there have been quite a few players. I don't know where this takes us. I mean, you, you can... Ben t- Starkey plays for Ilkeston Town and Tanzania. That's yeah, pretty good. Tanzanian international. That's great to say. Who's your turnout for? Turnout for Ilkeston Town slash yeah. Tanzania. That's I'd quite like, the combo. I'd like, I think it would be a good thing to, to like for Dylan De Silva at Talkie to turn up in a Sri Lanka shirt. Do you yeah. think I could do that? Turn, not the cricket shirt. The uh, is, I, I don't know how you'd buy the the, the Sri Lankan football the, shirt. Sri Lankan. Oh, you'd find that online. Speak to Paul Watson. He'd know. Somebody would find he that online if you're it. interested. Now we're going to talk today to a Wolves fan who was minding his own business, went to the Wolves-Brentford game with, yeah. his, with his lad the other night, and the, the call came out. Uh, is there a qualified referee oh, yeah. in the house? Wow. And I think the nearest in proximity, I, don't, I mean, there must have been more than one person who'd done their badges, refereeing-wise, but for whatever reason, they chose Ross uh, Bennett. We're going to chat to Ross a little bit later on. And he found himself fourth official... Yeah, in uh, a game oh, between official, was he? Wolves and Brentford. I mean, yeah. in some ways, when you're running a line, I mean, you'll get a clog from some of the fans, but he would have been at home, so I'm sure he would have had a fair bit of support. Yeah. But fourth official, how often are they in your ear? I think Ross said a few oh, times yeah. the uh, Brentford uh, coaches were coming up saying, why are they checking that? What are VAR saying? And he's like, well, I don't know. I'm going to have to listen in. Because he, he said he found it fascinating to just, have... Just finishing his pie. Yeah. <laughs> Constant. <laughs> trying to just trying to get the board up while holding a cup of tea when and a pie. you've got that hot bovril after a half time, it's impossible yeah. to do anything. It would have been a nightmare for him. So we wondered about the time that um, that you stepped up. Yeah, yes, When you kind nice. of suddenly... What's that? You sprang into action. Yeah, that's the it. day yeah, that yeah. you sprang into it, sporting or otherwise. Yeah, and they, the the call came out. We were saying earlier on, weren't we? Uh, th- that little moment, or maybe on a plane, where someone says, uh, "Is there a doctor on board?" Yeah. And how many times have you sat? I haven't, but I'm sure people have sat and thought, "Shall I say yes?" Or I mean, <laughs> is there too, is there too high Should a jeopardy? I pretend? Is there too high a jeopardy? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've never been called into. A, I've had to ref and I've had to run the line. Yeah, I've yeah. done a bit of that at youth level. Uh, Doing both. I was reading a, a stat the other day that said it's something like percent, eighty percent of men feel like if asked they could land a plane. <laughs> pathetic. Yeah. Men are, men are pathetic, aren't they? Yeah. Just think, yeah, I'll give it a go. I reckon I've seen enough films. Yeah. Push that, flick that switch. Well, down I mean, we go. So on that basis, yeah. If you were on a plane and suddenly somebody said, slightly panicked way. You know, the pilots have parked out. Uh, is there anybody here who can land a plane? <laughs> uh, anyone qualified to land yeah, a plane? So 80% of the men on that flight go, Qu- 
qualified. I'm not qualified. <laughs> but I tell you but what, I'll give it a go. If you've got the manual, if you've got landing a plane for dummies, yeah, I'll be able to do it. It happened at Talk United, and um, we, we got a guy called Stan Whedon. I remember his name because I think it's a good quiz question. Stan Whedon out in a league game, and he had to run the line with no fourth official in the in the. Was Stan league. qualified to so run the line? He was qualified to run the line. Yeah, he did not give one. <laughs> <laughs> one uh, decision to yeah. the other team. Oh, not, really? Not one. The flag stayed down. Really? <laughs> Did it really? Well, we won 6-2. Okay. And, and the flag stayed down. Did he get a bit of clog for that? No, I don't think so, because yeah. he was running He was on the pop side, you know. So, oh, okay. So. And uh, I don't know if I wanted to do a bit of a, a, a amnesty, Paul. Oh, yeah. If people have run the line. Or, or refereed. Or refereed. At a minor level. And not given... Cheated. <laughs> Oh, let's say cheat. Not given an an excuse, uh, 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 a decision, decision, yeah. decision when they should have done. Yeah, um, oh, maybe it's eaten away at them. Maybe they see themselves yes. with the flag almost about to go up, and then the other hand comes across and stops it going up, and the dads oh, and the mums on the other line are going bonkers. They could see it was offside. I'll say it. I'll say it now. Just to, I'll be. I'll offer mine up early on. Yeah, which is I refereed once my son in a cup game. Yeah, and they it was five all mm. and. One of our players went down in the box. Yeah. Uh, sorry, did a late tackle. And they take on one of their players. And one of their players yeah. with one minute to go. Right. It was a penalty, Paul. Okay. I didn't give the penalty. Oh, no. I didn't give the penalty. Did the other parents go mad? The other no, 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 not a lot happened, but I've always got, I've carried it with me. You got away with and it. And I feel a lot lighter for saying it out loud now. That kid, the sense of injustice. That, how old was how old were the kids? Oh, they were uh, ten. That's yeah, a ten-year-old yeah. kid, really bitter for the rest of his life. Going know. into and then they lost. Then we won on penalties. We won. Right. We won the game. On knowing penalties. he was failed. Yeah, yeah. And knowing an adult, it's a definite penalty, stone cold. Who should have known better? Let him down. <laughs> should have. Because they'd have learned so, more. They'd have learned more from losing than they did from winning. Paul. Yeah, well, that's, that's the you way know, you so looked at it. There we are. There's me. Hands up. Okay, then. Clean. Well, if, if uh, Charlie's kicked us off, uh, he has admitted what he did. If you would like to, oh three seven one seven double two double three double four. You can call yourself M nice. or whatever you want to call yourself. You don't have to say Mr X. You don't have to give your name. You can if you like. If you don't want the notoriety, or if you do. Uh, but what did you do? And uh, it might be quite nice that uh, you sprang into action. Yes, but, but woefully underqualified to do it. <laughs> yeah. So you said, "Is there a?" Oh yeah, yeah. So the day you sprang into action, and we'll. You know, generally, and indeed were woefully unqualified. That would be the icing on the cake. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Charlie was telling us <laughs> earlier on what an aficionado he has become of the African Cup of Nations. And uh, he said he watched Tunisia last night. Thank you to Mauricio for getting in touch on uh, Twitter. Yeah, Charlie, you tell us you've enjoyed watching Tunisia and that you watched them last night and they won. They played on Tuesday and they lost. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Well, you were obviously watching someone. Yeah, I was watching someone. Somebody Some football was on, and, I, and I enjoyed it. And that's enough. Yeah, that's all <laughs> it takes. Some football was played last night, and a team won, the team lost. <laughs> yeah. There well, we, we await our guests. Um, we might oh, have yeah. one, time for one or two of these um, people who've stepped up. They've stepped oh, into okay. the breach. Whether it was sport or otherwise, quite a lot of you have been telling us your sporting stories. Yeah, is that Darren sewing leather in Cornwall? Is that a euphemism? <laughs> I don't know. Or is that... <laughs> you never know in Cornwall. Or is that, is he literally sewing leather? Could be doing anything in Cornwall. That could yeah. mean anything. Went to watch my dad's ship play another ship in the Navy. Oh. No ref. So as a 17-year-old, I stepped oh. up. To ref. Two lots of sailors as a seven. It doesn't sound like a <laughs> I great was useless. Idea. No idea what I was doing or where I should be. After what, what felt like ages, I looked at my watch to see I hadn't started it. So I had no idea how long was gone or left. <laughs> Pulled off at half time, and that's sailors for you. And they played the rest without a ref. Well, I'd rather have no ref than you. Exactly. Unbelievable. Darren sewing leather in Cornwall. <laughs> Thank you, Darren. Darren. Leather sewing business got out a referee. <laughs> not not a professional ref. No, that's very good. Though, Darren. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Very nice. There we are. We used to have a referee that used to tell us if we were losing at half time uh, to go down in the box and he would give a penalty. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Our striker went down the 80th minute with nobody within five yards and the ref gave a penalty. Oh come Yet on! Somehow we still lost two 
one, says uh, Joseph the Burnley fan. There we are. Thank you, Joseph. Very nice yeah. indeed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, St Albans, National League South. Yes, yeah. I've uh, been there. Um, very nice ground, actually, Paul. St Albans City. If nice, you want to yeah, go yeah. There? They do nice okay. food. Very nice food. Well, I was going to go there and watch the mighty Torquay, but yeah, it was yeah. the same day as a, as a Spurs game this season. Thrashed them. Thrashed them 2 0. Have. Uh, they have a Pakistani international, Haran Hamid, playing for them. Oh, Thank you, right, Andrew, okay. in St Albans. So yeah, we nice, were asking about international players in the uh, in the in the, the lower league, the yeah, non-league, yeah, yeah. who are playing. Yeah, who are playing at Afcon at the moment. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We suspected the Heartland might be interested in the Concorde engine. Charlie, a number have been saying, "Oh, Paul, how much is um, it?" You didn't say how much it was. Yeah. Six hundred eighty thousand quid. Oof. They say it can't fly. It's a Concorde engine for sale on eBay if you fancy it. Uh, it can do 1,354 miles in a Corsa at the lights. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's the Rolls Royce Olympus turbojet engine. For spares or repair, is it? Well, they say you can't fly with it, but they think it could make lovely collectible pieces of furniture. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, lovely. What a nice idea. So there we are. So, yeah, 680 grand, folks, in case you're wondering. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We are asking you this afternoon, um, when did you spring into action? And the reason we're doing that is because our next guest uh, did exactly that when yeah. the... Uh, one of the assistant referees fell ill in the Wolves-Brentford FA Cup replay the other night, yeah. Molyneux. Um, they, the fourth official had to go on and run the line. They needed a fourth official. And Ross Bennett, who's done his badges, uh, was there in the stand and was able to help. Uh, he joins us now. Good afternoon, Ross. Hello, Ross. Afternoon. You all right? Yeah, good. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, was it was this a sort of a call over the PA? Is there a, an official in the house? Or how did it work? Uh, no, so where our season tickets are, we're right next to the uh, the tunnel, mm. uh, me and me son. And we saw the linesman come down, um, kind of like holding his chest. His heart rate was too high and it wasn't coming down. Right. So then all the Wolves officials are kind of like uh, talking amongst themselves, saying, well, we'll have to get someone. And just in jest, I went, if you need someone, I can do it. Right. And he went, can you actually? I said, yeah, yeah, I did be, uh, be ref course um, a couple of years ago. And they're like, right, hold that four. And then less than a minute, the uh, the uh, referee came over and he was like, um, have you done your ref course? I was like, yeah, yeah. He said, can you work that score, um, the uh, the board? And I was like, if you give me a quick crash course, I'll do it, no problems. <laughs> He's like, right, got the job. So uh, then I jumped over the, uh, the little wall and uh, yeah, on, onto pitch side where I got mic'd up and quick show how to use the board. Yeah, um, I mean it's com- it. it's completely different, isn't it? I mean, you know, you're just doing like sort of youth football or sort of Sunday morning football, but then suddenly you, know, you haven't got an earpiece on. You haven't got you can't hear everything that's being said between the referee and the VAR and the assistant referees. I mean, it's I mean you haven't got a board either for substitutions. I mean, I'm sure it's not rocket science, but still, it's it's outside your. It's not just running the line, or you know, it's it's something different, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you got twenty five thousand people there. I mean, I had uh, Tom Warren there who, who does um, stuff for the Wolves at like the foundation. He was kind of like my mentor a bit, yeah. like just making sure things were going smoothly. Um, and yeah, and I knew either side we had the Brentford bench and the the, the Wolves bench. Um, Wolves left me alone. Brentford not so much. <laughs> um, they uh, they had a few uh, questions to ask on uh, some decisions. Uh, and yeah, it's just, you know, I was nervous. I mean, I'm more nervous doing this than when I was, um, <laughs> the, the uh, but yeah, it's just, it's such a surreal experience. It's like something, you know, the chances of that ever happening again in my life, uh, probably zero. And, yeah. So it's just, so that's, I have to embrace it. Sure. What, what, was the, what was the most eye opening thing you, you, you heard on the, uh, over, over in, in your earpiece and that sort of thing? It was, was there, was there anything you thought, oh, I wouldn't have given that, or, oh, I'm surprised he gave that? No, it was more the fact that, because you don't hear it, the ref, every every bit of action in that game is, is relayed, even if it's just a block or anything like that. He is saying everything that is happening. Really? And then, yeah, it's, it, every part of that, in that 30 minutes I did, he was just constantly talking, like, you know, uh, Brentford block, Wolves block. It, it, it's just, you know... You know, clean tackle. It is just like you could hear the players talking to the ref as well. And like, uh, there's a clash of heads uh, in the Wolves box, I think, with uh, Totti. Yeah. And um, Max Kilman's asking for a red card, and I could hear it all. And he's going, no, it's just coming together. And, and then I got 
uh, Sean Derry off the walls bench coming to me asking <laughs> if I'm LinkedIn and is it a red card? And I'm like, no, it's just a coming together. <laughs> and then you have the VAR getting involved. Like you've got so many different voices. You've got the linesman. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I've just got a little a little switch to flick when I needed to talk to the referee. Yeah. <laughs> As you said, often it's the fourth official who gets it in the neck. It's the nearest official that they have. So when that when you see managers railing against that, it's often the fourth official gets it in the neck. Did they cut you any slack, you think? Brentford and Wolves, the fact that you you know you just come out the crowd. Well, uh, after, after the game, I spoke to uh, Gary O'Neill. Hmm. Uh, I just said, "What do you think of me, me, uh, me debut on the touchline?" He said, "Well, we were told that you were coming." He goes, "So uh, I knew you were going to be under pressure, so I was going to stay at your ear roll. So I'll, <laughs> I'll give it to the linesman instead, which he did. To be fair, <laughs> the linesman was in front of him, hmm. whereas the Brentford dugout they only had me." So just constantly yeah. coming to me about decisions and asking why it's not been given, who's why is there not a penalty? And I'm like, because he's dived, yeah. he's lucky he's not been booked. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's yeah, it's crazy. Well, and then, it, like, it, the hard, the hardest part was not being able to celebrate when we scored the winner. Oh, yeah, 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 I suppose yeah, that would course, have been difficult. Yeah. Dancing down the line, giving it to the Brentford bench yeah, probably would have been I, a bit I mean, much. You're, you're on I'm the like, you're also on the list now. You 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 think each club now would would make a list of play of fans, People that can fans who job. have got it all season ticket holders who have got the badge so if if required they're there who can step up well yeah so that's what they um that's what they said to me because where i sit as well because well, that's mainly for we sit there because of uh uh tyler my son hmm. but he's like no we know you're there for any ever issues in the future we know you're oh, wow. there yeah like, yes, i mean it's never happened in the whole time i've ever watched football <laughs> like me and Gary, it just doesn't very rarely happen. Even though um, you turn up in full kit every week. Yeah, you've got all that full complete referees out. It's unbelievable. Whistle, all your cards, two watches on for every game. <laughs> headset, got his own headset. Know. Yeah, he's got his own listening in. Um, do you have a chat? Andy Madley was a ref, so did you have a chat with him afterwards? Yeah, we went into the uh, referees room after. Oh, so, yeah, so um, after I'd had all the, uh, been, all the mugs took off me and stuff, he was like, you're coming down for a coffee because oh, nice touch. It was cold in my seat, but it was even colder on that touchline. Yeah, and I was sinking. This is so cold. This is so cold. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, no, we went down to the referee, uh, the referee's room. Completely mm. forgot about me. Son was still still in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> good old, good dad. Good, good, yeah. good parent. As I was walking down the tunnel with the players, I thought, oh, Tyler. Yeah. So I turned around. It was to Matt Hobbs, who does all the Wolves transfers. Mm. I was like, can you do me a favour? I was like, my son's on the other side of there. Can you just make sure the stewards don't yeah, kick him out? Leave <laughs> and then, yeah, no, then after a few minutes, he, uh, and he was like, go bring him down. And then they organised um, Jose Sarr to come in and have oh, a photo and stuff. Oh, fantastic. What a nice touch. Well, oh, what a great experience yeah. you said. You know, Fantastic. You, putting your hand up was the right thing to do. You're never going to get a chance like that again. Or who knows? You never maybe you will. So, uh, well, look, good to well, talk. Me. Good to talk to you. Thanks, uh, Ross. Ross. Thanks very much for joining us. All the best. Cheers, bye. Take care, mate. There we are. This uh, Ross Bennett there, the Wolf season ticket holder. Had a great night there. What a night! It's fantastic. People would pay for that. Yeah, they pay for that experience. The ref experience. Yeah, that's it. The full ref experience. But the fourth official. It's great, isn't it? Them all coming the stuff up in your ear. I suppose with VAR. I mean, I don't know if it's the same. If it's not VAR, maybe a ref will, top ref will tell us. But with VAR, you need that running commentary because yeah. they need to know what Andy Madley's thinking. Yeah. Because if they look at a challenge and he says that's a coming together, then. You know, they know where yeah. he stands on it, don't I they? I can imagine that's so, what it's yeah. for, yeah. Anyway, um, we did ask you whether you've had similar experiences. Adam uh, is in Woking. Hi, Adam. Hello, Adam. Hi, guys. Yeah, so uh, it sounds like you had a bit of a, a Ross Bennett experience. Tell us more. Yeah, well, not quite Wolves, but I was uh, going to watch Woking, as oh, yeah. I do on a Saturday. Um, 16 years old, getting my chips before the game. And uh, the steward came and found me and said, the ref needs to speak to me. So uh, when when I saw the ref and the the liner couldn't make it for car troubles, asked me to run the line in the uh, Blue Square South match. Wow! They obviously <laughs> knew you were an official. I, it was I was just the yeah, it was just random. You're buying chips, and I saw the ref wants to see you. See, <laughs> blimey, are they allowed to do that, ref? Yeah. To stop me having chips? Just holding up the red oh, sauce and the yellow sauce there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they knew you were an official, Adam. Did they? Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. 
Wow. So what was that like? I mean, did you get... I mean, running the line, the, the, I suppose in a big game like that, mm. uh, Ross wouldn't have noticed, but when you're running the line, you get a little bit of clog from the fans. Well, that was at your place, wasn't it? It was at Woking, so it wouldn't have it been It was that. Woking, yeah, and I had the maiden head fans behind me, but oh. there was only about 20 of them, so yeah. it was quite quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Not white heat. Did you have to give anything? that You thought, oh, no, I've got to give a decision. Uh, well, Woken had a penalty, uh, kind of on the edge of the 18-yard, which I flagged for a penalty, but we missed it. So. Oh, wow. And was it, when you look it back, when you saw it on the highlights afterwards, was it as clear a pen as you thought, or did you let your kind of club loyalties take over? <laughs> oh, no, it was probably definitely a free kick, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even in the box. And there it's it is. the halfway <laughs> line. Hands up. We'd all do it. We'd all 50, do it. 50-50 tackle on the halfway line. It's definitely a penalty. <laughs> Brilliant. Good man. Brilliant. Thanks, thank Adam. Thank you very much, Adam. Cheers, thank you. And there thank we you. are, Adam there, the Woking fan who ran the line. Well, if you've had a Ross Slasher Adam experience. We'd yeah. love to know. Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TSH&J, 03717223344. If you want to come clean, a, you know, a bit like Adam there, sort of definitely a penalty. <laughs> wasn't even in the box. Um, and you, for an example, um, this comes from Mike in Devon. He hasn't called us, but he feels bad about it. I was uh, doing a cricket match in Devon, a friendly. First ball of a 50-over game, a lad was plum LBW, but it didn't give him out as his dad had driven me to the ground and oh, I needed a lift back. Oh, yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough Apologies, <laughs> apologies, said Mike. So if you want to get that off your chest today, or the day that you sprung into action, whether it was football, sport or otherwise, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. My late dad was the dodgiest lino in the whole Berkshire League. Oh, yeah. His version of offside was the opposition coming into our half. <laughs> His particular penchant was for encroachment at pens where nine times out of ten they would miss the second one. Oh. Oh, I do miss your dad, says John. Oh, that's, that's a nice, nice one. Thank you, John, Very for nice. that. So, um, yeah, the day you um, stepped into the breach, the, uh, the day uh, you were able to do your thing, and much as the uh, Wolves fan we spoke to earlier on, he uh, was the fourth official for the Brentford game in the Cup the other night. So uh, the day you stepped up, let us know your stories. And maybe it was an unmitigated disaster. In fact, it'd probably be more fun if it was. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Another eventful day at the Australian Open Tennis. Yeah. Um, uh, we've had, a, uh, I think, got one surviving Brit yeah, now. Yeah, they love it, don't they? They, Cameron, love, they love losing, don't they? They're Cameron, into it. Cameron Norrie's the only one left. You have a rather cynical take on this, Charlie. Do they you? love it, don't they? They love losing. They love getting There's, the LTA money. And they love... You fly, said they can't fly, wait to get they in can't the... can't wait to get in, in the comms box. They love it. They can't wait, can they? They know they're just like... They're like one good week away. Hanging there long enough to get in the... That's a very cynical... One good week for the rest of, of their life being place. in the commentary box. They, they well, absolutely love losing. Let's find out exactly what went on uh, with uh, tennis broadcaster uh, Max Weddle. Hi, Max. Hey, Paul. A- after Charlie's rant there, I'm surprised uh, tennis superfan Andy Jacobs isn't in with us. Yeah, know? well, he'll be sitting there nodding, agreeing. I mean, I, love, that... te- I love tennis. I absolutely yeah. love tennis. Just, I just think it's too comfortable for the British players. I think they get t- they get too much money. They've got too much money given to them just to be tennis players, which makes them not need to win. Well, That's you, my point. What do you make of that, Max? <laughs> it's hard to win in tennis. I would say that. And I think a lot of people just focus their attention on the Grand Slams. Jack Draper started the season really, really well. He made the Adelaide final just the week before this Grand Slam. And it's frustrating for him because he's he won the UTS Grand Final in December. He's gone to the final in Adelaide and he beat Tommy Paul in Adelaide. But this is the player that he lost to in Australia and I think one thing we can point to with the Brits is we're not very we're not very used to the uh, the hot weather mm. uh, and Jack Draper in that first round win it went all the way to five sets he was sick in a bin just after the players shook hands yeah. uh, and I think we saw it again in the second round you just mentally challenge we've, like, we've all done it we've all done it <laughs> for other reasons though mainly Charlie in your case isn't it really <laughs> You've normally, you've normally got yeah exactly. You've <laughs> yeah. normally got a large uh, chicken shish yeah. in one hand, haven't you? When that happened, <laughs> no, I think my point stands. Um, yeah, I mean the, the heat did. I mean, and the conditions partly did for Emma Raducanu today. I mean, look, she's a bit ring rusty. I know that, yeah. but she said she was feeling pretty ill out there, but uh, stuck in there. But it wasn't enough. It's not she, unexpected though with Raducanu. She is yeah. coming back from a major injury. Yeah. Uh, you know, a big operation, yeah. and to and fight back for that second quite, set quite quickly. Back for her anyway. I think isn't win it, the second set. I mean, are you seeing the green shoots there, Max, of Emma Raducanu's return? 
Definitely. This was just her fourth match back after mm. the wrist and ankle surgery that she had. And I think she's done really well. She lost to Yafan Wong today in three sets. Difficult conditions, really windy in Australia as well. I think we can take the positives. Laura Robson spoke to her after her first round win and, and just said, look, you look like you got you got the smile back on your face again and you're hitting the ball really well from the baseline. I think we can take massive positives. She played a three-hour match today despite losing. So I think really it's more about her fitness and playing matches as opposed to winning at the moment. Uh, she had to be checked in the third set for blood pressure. She looked like she was going to be sick as well. So like Draper, she's coming back from long-term injury. So still very young. And I think we take the positives moving forward with Emma. Yeah. We hadn't been caught this. So the office kind of uh, stood still for a little while watching a, a, a tie break in the third set of a game, yeah. women's game today. That was great. Uh, Blinkova, Rubankina, that's mm. right. Um, and it went to, yeah, 7-6, 22-20, about 30-odd, 32-33 minute uh, final set tie break. Yeah, I bet you guys remember the Wimbledon in 2010. It was John Isner beat yeah. Nicholas Mahu in that last that last set, 70 to 68. They yeah. introduced this new rule in 22, which is first to 10 in this fifth set tiebreak or third set for the women. And yeah, this was a 31-minute uh, tiebreak. Um, and Rebekina is the world number three, of course. Blinkova moves forward. There was 42 points involved in this tiebreak, 14 combined match points. I think it's one of those where you just have to go back and watch it. Um, and River Keen is now the highest seed in the women's draw to be out. So, and it's there's a lot of upsets today. I'm looking behind me now. Daniel Medvedev, the world number three in the men's yeah. draw, he's two sets to love down. Holger Runa, the world number eight, went out earlier. So, if you're Novak Djokovic, you sat there thinking, well, I'm, I think I can do it again here. Medvedev reading from the uh, Djokovic rule book here, which is if you're two sets down, go off injured for a bit, go to the toilet. Get, get a copy of the sun on your arm and march blame off for the, 10 minutes. Blame the injury. Don't think it's ever anything to do with you. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Novak's been getting involved with the crowd as well. Yes, of course. Yeah, he started like saying to the bloke, come down and say that to my I'd, face. I'd getting quite confrontational face. where the guy was heckling him. Yeah, he was. I think he's, he's actually been surprisingly um, chatty on court. I think someone also shouted to Novak the other day, please marry me. And he said he's already got a wife. So oh. he's very talkative. Right. On the court is Novak. Yeah, you think they'd kind of. Imagine if he'd said yes and then that was it. You think it, they'd sort of tune out to that stuff? <laughs> when you think they'd just be able to sort of game face and they wouldn't hear every little cry in the crowd. I didn't really. think so, would you? Yeah, yeah. And we were talking about um, about Andy Murray we, a little bit earlier on, knowing yeah. you were coming on talking tennis. And the kind of feeling seems to be maybe he'll dip out after Wimbledon. That'll be his. That'll be his. metal hip, isn't he? So that'll be yeah. his swan song. What are, you, what are you thinking, Max? Yeah, I think he, he's. he's He's suggested as much. I think he's said that his family and him have got plans and they know what they're going to do when he does finish. And it, it all points to Wimbledon for me. But his first round loss against Thomas Echeverry in, in three sets, I think everybody's pointing to the lack of emotion in that match. And, and Andy's lost eight of his last 12 now. And um, he's throughout his career, he's used that emotion to his, to his as a positive. He's gotten involved with the crowd. He gets frustrated. But mm. it's always been, I think, positive energy. And he said this year that he wants to do less of that to focus on the match. But clearly in this one, it, it didn't work out. And for, for Andy, it's all about enjoyment. Like he's, he's made five Australian Open finals. He's won over 700 matches during his career. So if he's not enjoying tennis and not winning, I think this could be his last year. I know we've heard that before from Andy. But uh, yeah, Wimbledon might be his last his last major slam, I think. And finally, your other area of expertise is basketball, the oh, NBA yeah, in particular. NBA, and uh, Charlie had a spring in his step today. I've only just realised yeah, it's because yeah. the, his beloved Knicks, the Knicks won. seen one game. <laughs> uh, beloved Knicks beat Houston Rockets yeah, in yeah. style. Well, they got beaten night. by the Orlando Magic the other night, but despite leading the whole game wow. till the last five minutes, they oh. let eleven points. How far can the Knicks go this year, Max? Knicks as a man who knows since that stuff. trade, eh? Since that trade, Max for OG Anubi from London. <laughs> and Anubi, yeah, yeah, yeah. such a bluffer, what? such a what? bluffer. He's from, London. He's from London. I like, I like it, Charlie. I like to enjoy it when you list off a lot of player names. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's good. It's just good to Randall, listen to Barrett, like when they're trading Brun away. Brunson. Yeah, I can look down the list. On no, the, no, oh, yeah, I'm okay. doing these from memory. Oh, Brunson. Hart Grimes. Yeah, well, yeah. Brunson was back last night, wasn't he? Was he? Brunson was back last night, which means that oh, uh, he's, he's their best player. Good he's bluffage. their best player. He's going to be in the can they can game. they go all the way? No, no. Can, they'll make... <laughs> Boston Celtics will win it. 
They'll make the postseason. Yeah, the Celtics haven't lost a home game yet. Yeah. I think the Knicks will make the playoffs again, as they always do. And then the Knicks fans will celebrate like they've won a championship when they yeah. make the second round, right, Charlie? Oh, yeah, that's, that's what I, that's what we're Fantastic. like. You sound like that's just what we're like. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> we. Thank you, Max. We'll catch up with you soon. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Max. Uh, Max Whittle with the latest from the Australian Open. Tennis, yeah, 9.94. That's quite a convincing win against the Rockets, Charlie. Uh, quite, yeah. I mean, yes. Were not you expecting as... more? You're a bit disappointed yeah, well, with the lads. They're not. <laughs> they're not scoring as many as they need. To. You need to be in the hundred tens, hundred twenties to yeah. really thrash someone. You're going to be I'm doing noticing. that. You're going to sit there with a sort of a little bottle of beer in front of oh, you, very, one, in a bar, late. watching it one day in New York. You're going to be just throwing all this stuff out. Yeah, there, yeah, amongst yeah, all yeah. the Knicks fans. Oh, it's very late. It's up bluffing it. You have to watch it. It's very, very, very late. Yeah, it's <laughs> really... so committed. Always, I'm very late. Have we got a West Country corner coming oh, up? We haven't nice. had one for a while. Yeah, it's good. not a nice story. I see what Charlie makes of it. Oh, um, we'll have Russ Bray's name of the day. Just a reminder that Russ Bray, the man himself, joins us from Bahrain tomorrow. These days, an ambassador. Oh, great! For uh, the that world starts today, isn't it? The, the yeah, Bahrain Open, four o'clock. He starts today, so we'll be. Uh, chatting to Russ about what's going on over in Bar Ankles. Luke Littler's yeah. bow on the circuit after that fantastic Worlds. Who's the one who does his air? Who's that one? Who's that Peter one? Wright. Peter Wright. Peter yeah, Wright. Yeah. I've read an interview with him earlier saying I've thrown out, not thrown out, I've given away all my trophies, all my darts. It's a whole new start for me. I thought we were going to struggle without darts. Yes. Maybe get the darts back. Yeah. Because well, he had a few problems, didn't he, when he lost it, yeah. at the Worlds, changed his darts. He had, a, had an absolute mare. He wants one set of darts all season, yeah. you know. So, uh, there we are. So, uh, like a hinge, Paul. Like a hinge. Like a hinge, as uh, like Dean Saunders said. Like a hinge. Like a, it's like a hinge. Um, well, he did win the darts, he did, didn't he? So, he was uh, up for TalkSport. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Should we have West Country Corner? We haven't had West Country Corner for ages. you Paul, it's I, I mean, show. I, I expect a quite violent reaction to what I'm about to oh, read. Really? Anyway, okay. this is an occasional series where uh, we go, we, we take Charlie home for uh, various different reasons. Maybe it's a little springboard, a story in the news. It's time then for Charlie Baker's West Country Corner. It's Charlie Baker's West Country Corner. Tom Pierce, Tom Pierce, lend me your grey mare. All along down, along out, along Lee. For I want to go to Whittacombe Fair. Everybody. With John Stewart, Bill Burr, Peter Gurney, Peter Davy, Harry Holt, Dan O'Widden. It's Charlie Baker's Country Corner. That would be great if they all played played for the... The, the oh, that's right. Yeah, the Knicks. Oh, for the Knicks. Yeah. Sorry, that'd be lovely, wouldn't it? <laughs> there is West Country Corner. Long, isn't it? This was it. Well, it's quite long. I do like it though. Um, this was a report from the advertising industry. It was called Mirror on the Industry. Okay. Yeah. And they started talking about um, the way that they portray uh, sort of uh, regional stereotypes ah, yeah, in advertising. I can tell you about this. Yeah, go on. And they say we love to think in advertising we're at the cutting edge of culture. Uh, but we're not. Mm. Uh, they questioned 100 advertising executives, 1,000 consumers, and found that accurately representing a class had been one of the industry's greatest challenges. Uh, the reaction of one executive was that there are so many lazy stereotypes. Yeah. Uh, for example, always put a Scottish voice on a bank ad because the stereotype says they're tight. Wow. And if you want someone to be a little bit thick, yeah. West Country accent. Absolutely unbelievable. How very dare they, Charlie? Absolutely. You can always hear it. If you, if you see anyone on the television who's from the West Country, they are always either a pirate or a farmer. <laughs> they are never anything else. <laughs> never anything else. Really? If you see him in, like, you know, oh, here he is. is and here comes, oh, I wonder who's done the murder. Here comes Tom. Let's see if Tom's on it. Hello there, what's on? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Tom's got wellies on. Yep, hello there, I was just going to go and play the field. What yeah. does he want to talk to me for? Yeah. <laughs> so you think this, you're not, agreeing with this, John? He's not a merchant banker, Paul. No, that's right. He's not flying a plane. Can you, I mean, in, a, in, a, in your broadest um, West Country accent, yeah. can you talk about being a hedge fund manager in the city? <laughs> well, I was, I, was, I was hedge funding. I was normally do that when I was trying to buy a new hedge. <laughs> <laughs> that basically... As far as you're concerned, he's putting some money. That as, would be the part. Putting some money aside for a new hedge. Well, that's nothing. That's no idea about hedge funds. Don't ask me. That's what it would be. <laughs> that's what they do. That's what it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, you know, that's and then it. John Nettles would be. Mm, I don't think it was him. He did yeah, sound yeah. a bit odd, but bit too simple. But he couldn't have done it. <laughs> 
bludgeoning someone with a shovel would really require a far greater <laughs> intellect than yeah, old Jeff. Well, I've got there. a shovel. I can lend you a shovel if you'd like. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, maybe they've got something in it, Charlie. Maybe if you're. Well, it's absolutely it's definite. You've seen. You've Yorkshire, seen that. a Yorkshireman. A Yorkshireman yeah. in a in an advert pool. What do they look like? What do they look like? If you, if they've already got a cap on. Exactly. And probably got a cap on. Whip it with them. You know. Even though that that's very unfair. Exactly. Yeah, unbelievable, isn't it? So there we are, Charlie. Welshman broadly agreeing with the advertising agency as they they do a bit of navel gazing around. Uh, that's, that's what they do. There we are. Yeah. But you know, not moaning about it. Made a few, <laughs> made a few quid out of it. <laughs> made a few quid out in doing the past. Voiceovers. Yeah. yeah. Why yeah. not? You know. No. Fantastic. Pirate accent. They don't really. What, they, what annoys me is they don't seem to care about where the accent's from. Yeah. If you see someone, oh, he's from Devon, is he? And then you'll hear a Norfolk accent. Yeah. And it's like it's just you can't just put it all in one box, Paul. Would it worry you, Charlie? For example, the accent you were doing there—that sort of broad West Country accent. Oh, yeah. If, for example, you were going in for a brain surgery, yeah, and uh, the guy was going to be doing. You got operation. your frontal lobe here. Have a look at your frontal lobe. Would that? Been would some, that been some damage on it? Would that worry you? <laughs> would that worry you no, if, if you were lying in that? But you th- it wouldn't worry you. I'm used. I to mean, it. I, you shouldn't. I'm just <laughs> making that point. Is that we're basically conditioned by advertising and I'm everything used else. To it. That's how a lot of my family speak. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that wouldn't be fine. I trust that voice. That's good. Well, that's but maybe good. you walking in as with your, you know, your London media ways. Yeah, that's you know, you'd it. walk in and go, "All right, mate, what's on? Let's have a look at your brain here." <laughs> We're just going to slice it open yeah. and have a little look there and we'll get the tumour out and off you go. Yeah. But I, I'd have complete, you, you Charlie, complete, I'd have complete confidence in okay, you. Okay, that's nice. Never let it be said. Anyway, we've got Russ Bray's name of the day coming up. Uh, we're going to be looking at some of the best of the TalkSport um, podcasts of the week, play some of the highlights. And later on, we've got a birthday spread for you as well. That's uh, all to go. Oh, we can do Russ Bray now. We've got time. Oh, nice. Okay, do you want it? It's Russ Bray's. We're going to talk to Russ tomorrow oh, over in Bahrain. We've been mining Russ's fantastic darts app, which apparently is about five years old. So we are real zeitgeist, aren't oh, right. we? Russ Bray's Dart Scorer Pro, in which he names practically every first name on earth. And we're just playing one randomly every day. We are. Um, here's Russ Bray's name of the day. Xavier. <laughs> Xavier. Xavier. Xavier, but good at Christmas. It would be. Oh, yeah. Xavier. Yeah, Xavier, that's it. It would be. Well, you know, the darts at Christmas, yeah. yeah it's often the Xavier of TV, isn't it, really, when there's nothing on? So there we are, Russ Bray's name of the day, and we'll chat to Russ over in Bahrain, where he stepped back from frontline duties, but he's still an ambassador for uh, the world of darts, and we'll be catching up with him. Talk about Luke Littler, Luke Luke Humphreys, other Lukes, and lots more besides. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. You've been telling us 
uh, stepping into the breach, and we spoke earlier on to Ross Bennett, who found himself as the fourth official after an injury to uh, one of the officials at the Wolves Brentford game in the yeah. FA Cup. He's a Wolves season to get older and done his badges and was called out to be the fourth official. Um, this comes from Liam in Leicester. Sunday League is an important. Uh, there was an important game for us in the Sunday League. The other oh, yeah. side had injuries and no one to run the line. So one of our guys did it for them. This guy was old school, straight down the line and honest. And in a really tight call that no one would have moaned if he didn't give it, gave our striker offside in the last minute. So we lost two one and subsequently lost the league by oh, a point. Oh, no. Wow, got to be a big man to <laughs> yeah. do that. Wandering to the end of season. I'm dinner. sure they'll forget about it in about thirty years, yeah, forty years. They'll, they'll, they'll definitely. They'll definitely. <laughs> let it uh, come uh, what else we got here uh, Bobby in Bristol any chance of a daily Chafcon section which <laughs> yeah. is Charlie's Afcon <laughs> we can hear what Charlie reckons he saw and how his version of the groups uh, are you going. made one mistake Paul one yeah, mistake did. I've made you, just you, know. made, you made a mistake with so one I of the names of the it. team no, no it was, it was that, Tunisia of Namibia <clears throat> I saw yeah, that's what that's I saw it. Namibia scored with a couple of minutes to go it was a very good game but I perhaps was a little bit out of my depth yeah. I'll give you that well, I think, look, you know, I'm yeah. not an expert in, an, in that an... like I am the NBA no of course that's you really know. that's really your area of expertise <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast Paul Barron the technical sales manager at MA Ford Europe has oh, yeah. been in touch oh, this cool. afternoon, afternoon he was Paul. listening to the show and he said guys you're not helping my chances of promotion <laughs> with your West Country Corner feature I'm sure it's not going to hinder got, you Paul yeah. it's not going to hinder you at sell all. a few Mondeos is it Mondeos yeah, I've stopped making, stopped making them, making them I mean, for a man whose dad was in the used car trade. Well, um, you know, you, yeah. I reckon you can still buy a used Monday. You probably can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Are you interested in a Cougar? One? You're inter- can I do you want me to get you into one? <laughs> or Mondeo, low mileage. You're interested in a Cougar, are you? <laughs> well. Fair enough. Okay, don't, well. Don't let, knock it till you tried it. Let's move on. <laughs> and, uh, the Moose joins us as we uh, look ahead to the uh, weekend's games. Good afternoon, Ian. Hello, Ian. Good afternoon, boys. How are you? Not yeah, bad. Very well. Um, you looking forward to the weekend's games? <laughs> always looking forward to oh, the weekend's games. Yeah, always. Wasn't, that wasn't are you aware? For. Are you aware that you have? Um, well, we've unearthed uh, something that we thought could take off as a catchphrase for you, and I don't know if it ever did. It'd be nice if you kind of still did it and popped it into the odd managerial press conference. Oh, we played an old clip from a few years ago, Moose. Have a listen to this. Any sign of a change on the touchline? Here's the Moose. Ooh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> and we just, ooh, not really. We thought it'd make a good catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have from? you always try and get it into a, into a press yeah, conference? So, like, you know, yeah, a manager, yeah, yeah. Roy says to you, well, you Moose, you've watched the game, so <laughs> did you think that was a penalty? You go, ooh, not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would work, wouldn't it? You'd have a Ranger oh. T-shirts. Ozzy would knock you up jackets oh, with yeah. ooh, not really on them, the Moose. Ian, the, uh, yeah, it'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be really yeah. nice. I'll try, I'll, try, I'll try and remember. I mean, try it's, and uh, Stick it into one of your one of your reports with Adrian this yeah. weekend. This That'd time next week, we'd like one, yeah, a live like, one. Well, I mean, when, Adrian, when Adrian goes, is that a goal at Loftus Road? I go, ooh, ooh not, not really. really. Yeah, yeah, it's gone to VAR. <laughs> yeah. Paul, when you're not on radio for a week or two, yeah. do you have that excitement and that mm. bit of energy, Charlie? No, but I, I set quite a low bar generally, so <laughs> it's, not, it's never an issue, really, if there's no expectation. Not much can go wrong. No, but no, no I, look, it's different in football, isn't it? It's a physical act. He is a fit guy, and he's, I'm sure it won't take him long, but it, it might take him a couple of games. I wonder if it'll take him at take least two games because they played Tottenham in the second <laughs> match. So, yes. What about you? What about you, Charlie? When, you, when you're mm. out gigging in front yeah. of a packed audience? Oh, yeah. What? I mean, do you get if you haven't done it for a couple of weeks? If you leave you, uh... it a while, if you leave it a while, you you can sometimes walk on and go, oh yeah, I've forgotten how to do this a little bit, but really? um, you know, I'm, I'm I can do it, I can do it, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm not scared yeah. of it. Pro, I think the answer you're looking for is, oh, not really. Yeah, <laughs> oh, not, that's exactly what. That's, that's right. <laughs> so, um, and they bought Sergio Regulon. I saw Thomas Frank uh, talking about him. He said, we're not just bought a left back; we bought a very good left back. I'm thinking. Mm. Ooh, not really. Yeah. No, but, well, we'll find out in the full. We'll find out in the fullness of time. I would say it's the most exciting league in the, in the world. It really is, and you know, even down the bottom. I mean, I know, you know, Rotherham is struggling, QPR is struggling, but yeah. there's still probably about five or six teams who could go down. I mean, I'm going to be a QPR against Millwall with Ray Parler on Saturday, and you know, Millwall are ten points clear of the relegation zone, but all they need to do is gone a bit of a dodgy run, and you know, teams below them, you know, win a couple of games, and suddenly, you know. They'd, they'd be right back in it. So, if, uh, do I think they'll go down? Oh, not really. 
Sorry. Ooh, well, not really. Well, okay, come on, give us, give us, okay. Uh, let me just give you a little aid de memoir. Here we go. This is how you said it then. Ooh, not really. <laughs> it's never let's as have, good as the original. A, see if you can do it live, Moose. Here we go. Not really. Oh, okay. we need the you. The you is very important oh, comedically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, not really. <laughs> Get a bit comedy, isn't it? It's not got the honesty of the. the we'll get John one. to send you the clip, and you can work on it before you uh, before you uh, <laughs> chat. To I mean, listen. Do I think Charlie Baker is going to win another birthday spread this week, like last week? Ooh, not really. Well, wow. there we are. See, he's well, making we. it work. Fighting talk. <laughs> Thank you, Moose. Thanks everyone, very much. Everyone hates Cheers, me winning boys. the birthday spread. Well, I mean, they hate it. They kind of I'm love such it. a gracious, quiet winner. They enjoy your. And milk. if I lose, That's it's the true. same. If you, you can, if you can, it's, it's, yeah, it's Kipling, isn't it? Kipling esque. <laughs> the way, the way that you, yeah, that's it. Uh, Triumph and, and disaster. Ne- and never breathe a word about the, your loss. Is it? Yeah, something, yeah, something yeah, like that. You know, Rumpole of the Bailey. Really, are you just blagging it. it? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. It's time once again for the birthday spread, mm. our weekly quiz, which sees myself and uh, Charlie Baker alongside me go head to head as we try and guess the ages of 10 people who've celebrated birthdays this week. Some will know, so it'll be an educated guess. Others will just be a punt based at maybe on uh, their job. Yeah, you don't get many 14 year old emeritus professors. Do you? So no. that you know, everyone's got a fighting chance. We know a great many of you play along at home or in the car or wherever, and we're always interested in how you're getting on. So you can let us know at talksport.com, text eight to eighty nine, or to tweet T S H and J T S H A N D J. Of course, it's Andy Jacobs who sets the birthdays and, and gives us a joke. He said oh, yeah. to me yesterday he was pleased with one of the jokes oh, that's out nice. of the ten. That's so good, isn't it? Maybe he's polished them since. It's a good. Um... Good afternoon, Anne. There's been some polishing going on in the last 24 yeah, a hours. Bit, a little bit of polishing, you know. It's uh, This is the, the fourth year, I think, now we're doing this. Oh, so uh, oh. I had to check back. Unfortunately, Jeff couldn't give me the stats. So I think there oh. may be one or two there. Lazy. That's because Jeff is not in his nerve centre right. at the moment, as I'm, I'm, I'm sure we're about to discover, as he sounds a bit like Sylvester the Cat. I don't know. I don't know how good the connection is. We haven't tested it yet. Good afternoon, Jeff. Deepest depth. Oh, yeah. Deepest pretty good. Pretty clear. Suffering suffocant. So it's Paul 59, Charlie 38, and it's one all. One all, one all. in 2020. Don't even need to put the voice on, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I've got a phrase um, in Spanish for Charlie when uh, things go well. Me encanta este juego. Come telo, which is I love this game. Eat it. Oh, oh that's wow, beautiful. Wow, that's very nice. nice. Very, yeah. very nice. So we very find Spanish. you shall we find you overseas, do we, Jeff, today? Yes, I, I'm in the Mexican nerve centre. Oh, oh in the Mexi- nice. in your Mexican sure. nerve centre. Fantastic. I've never okay. really been, but I'd sure like to go. Okay. So, um I think we're ready to get underway. Um yeah. the, the winner from last week, which was Charlie, they go off first. And of course I've worked out why that is now, because it means if you won last week, you lead off. That means you will uh, you will be first off five times, ah, okay. and the vanquished from last week only goes off four times unless okay, unless they're winning at the end of the what game. A lovely rule. It's a good rule. Yeah, okay, good. and we're always joined by Pele and Sergio Mendes who supply the music. So here we oh, go really? then, Andy. Let's have the first birthday. Okay, birthday number one. A very happy birthday to the singer-songwriter from the Bangles, Susanna Hoffs. Susanna Hoffs. At one time, Susanna worked as a porter at Smithfield Meat Market. She unveiled a very interesting way of transporting sides of beef across the market floor. She carried it halfway over her shoulder and halfway by electric trolley. It was great to see the introduction of semi-automatic Hoff sides. Oh, (laughs) blimey. There we are. Wow. <laughs> was that the zinger? That was it. That was well, good. That, quite, that was actually. It was the zinger. It's all downhill from here. Oh, wow. <laughs> start with a good one. I'll just say I'm a huge fan of Susanna Hoffs. So you would have sent her a card? Just a huge fan. Did you send her a card? No, no, I didn't send her a card. No. Okay. Happy ex-birthday Susanna. I think she's in her 60s. I'm going to say she's 66. Do you think she's that old? Um, That's the game, Paul. Yeah. I say what I think, and then you say what you oh, think. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. That's clever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I'm going to think I'm going to have a bit younger. I'll be chivalrous. I'll say 63. 65. Oh, oh aye, aye. There we are. So, Jeff, that should be quite easy to work out. 
Even it's Charlie two. one. Yeah. Charlie one. Paul two. There we are. Paul two. Paul two. Okay. There we are. A decent start for we're with uh, with the Hoffmeister. Oh, yeah, you're doing that. <laughs> Just another man. It's all manic every day. Pension day, isn't it? Monday. Six o'clock already. I was. Yeah, that's very harsh. Yeah. Poor old Susanna. Oh, Blimey, it's not that old. <laughs> Still looking a million dollars. Anyway. Are we ready? Oh, yeah, 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 we're ready for it, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll lead us. Okay, Andy's, the... Andy asking us if we're ready. That's nice. Yeah, after well, last week. Oh, yeah, after I last week. I know, it's true. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> last week, uh, in case you missed it. Andy, are you on, if you're not on Facebook, what's it called? Oh, Instagram. No, Instagram. Inst- Instagram not, are you on yeah. Instagram Live this week? I am, yes. Jeff's not, uh, no, watching, Jeff's but he's not, not on it. So oh, well, yeah, Jeff's wandering around the pair of speedos, so no one wants no, no, to see that. No, we don't want to see that. So, <laughs> um, ben, need, ben Winston's need... just joined. Oh, oh good old Ben. Hollywood. Hello, Ben. Ben, that's Hello, right. He's ben. definitely going to take this to Hollywood. Yeah, he's definitely right. taking <laughs> yes, this. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's only a matter of time before that check turns up in the post, you think. So, right. Yes, it's the rugby union play, England World Cup winner, Neil Back. Oh, yeah. Neil Back. And on... I'll never forget the time I was minicabbing and I had to take Neil round to the home of the former Luton and City striker Paul Fucher. It was great to go back to the future. Back <laughs> <laughs> to the future, nice. yeah. Back to, not back to the future, nice. surely. Beep, beep. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> okay, yes, nice. <laughs> um, we don't need that. What's Neil back? He's Neil been on, back. He's been on with us before, Neil, a few times. He's got to be in his 50s now, and he's 53? 53? Neil back, 53, you think? Yeah, maybe that might be a bit old. I think it's a bit old. Yeah. 49. 55. Oh, Oh, blimey. Sorry, I do apologise, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good spreading. Right. I mean, honestly, somebody's just said it on my Instagram, oh. well, we can't hear what the other side of the people are saying, you know, and all this. Well, go and listen to it on the radio. It's a radio (laughs) format. Yeah, <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram if you want. Yeah. Someone's bloke's gone on there. Someone's gone on there, and he just called him a burk. That's ridiculous. What's well, he complaining about that? Yeah, okay, well, fair enough. You're not a complainer, so you don't know yeah, what that's yeah, like. No, <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> What's the scores, Jeff? <laughs> it's four four, Charlie seven. Seven, seven four, seven, four. four. Charlie, okay. lead us off third birthday. There we are. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, Ben Winston saying we can't hear it in LA. I don't oh, know why. Oh, that's a shame. Shame. He just does it so he can look. Look at you and look round your flat. Oh, <laughs> oh, I don't really understand. Half time, it's a half time hat show. It's mainly the, the West London criminal community watch you on Instagram, just working <laughs> yeah. out where they're going to come round and knit <laughs> it, yeah. when you're at the next Brentford game. Oh, yeah. Pricing up all your antiques. Yeah, that's it. Pricing it all up. Yeah. That's okay. nice. I haven't gotten it. <laughs> next <birthday>. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. It's got a good alarm. It's got a good alarm. Tremendous. I've got a guard dog. It's very quiet, though, today. It's the Arsenal women's player and member of the Euro 22. Lionesses, it's Lottie Wabin Moy. Lottie Wabin Moy. And it's I made it. Wabin, well, maybe it is. Let's find out what the joke Let's find out what the joke would be. That is not how I pronounce it. I know the family. I know the family because I made an impression of the family by placing sheets of paper over them and erecting an outline, creating rather an outline, by smoothing over their bodies with a wax pen. I really enjoyed making some brass wubbins. Or brass whoopins, if you want. <laughs> or Rubens. Mm. Um, lots of, yeah, lots of Ruben Moy. Ruben Moy, of course. Oh, you know. You know. Well, he much so. Ruben or Ruben, who cares? <laughs> What's next? <laughs> 20. Batman and Ruben. 24. 24? 24. I think she might be a little bit older than oh, that. Great. She's been around a while. Was, I mean, in, in the nice possible way. Seasoned uh, professional football. Doing badly. Yeah. Uh, 26. 25. Oh, oh. middle did oh. not so bad. So that what's that down to the scores, Jeff? Both of you one out. It's Paul five, Charlie eight. Five, eight. Okay, on to the fourth birthday. Back to me, Andy. Okay, it's the founder of Amazon, Jeff Bezos. Oh, yeah. Jeff Bezos. 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 Every year for his birthday, I buy him a small trinket and wrap it in six layers of cardboard and 15 sheets of bubble wrap with a note saying, see how you like it. <laughs> hey, a bit of satire. <laughs> nice. Nice, isn't it? Nice. Then lob it over the fence. I liked you doing, it sounded like you were doing Alan Brazil saying, Jeff Bezos. Is that what you were doing? Yeah. You know, was, yeah, Alan, was, yeah. Alan you know, was obsessed with the... delivery. Alan was... Bosh. <laughs> Whenever Tim Vickery was on breakfast. Prime Bosh. Yeah, he'd, go, <laughs> he'd go on there and he'd say... Tim, you ever been to Bouzios? <laughs> and, and it sounded like the perfect holiday destination for Alan. Oh, yeah, lovely. And Tim yeah. and I say, yeah, it's supposed to be a lovely island, Alan. But yeah, 
have you had, have you have you had a chance to go to Boozios yet? <laughs> anyway, um, whose birthday is it? Jeff Bezos. Um, is it me? Is it me or no, Paul? It's, it's me. It's he's worth a few quid, isn't he? He is. Um, so I. He is. So I'd say uh, he is fifty-six. Got a young face. That may, may have had some work. Fifty-nine. Done, he is, in fact, 60. No, is he? Bang. Ooh. Oh, nice. And Ben's playing along. He went 59 there. Good effort. Oh, OK. Well <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, done, Ben. But I went 59. Um, so there we are. So what's that done to the scores, Jeff? It's very close, this game. After four, it's 9 all. 9 all. What a game. OK, back with Charlie for the last one of this Lovely. half. Here we go. Okay, it's the musician Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl and yeah. Dave's just developed a set of vaccines that have completely wiped out winter illnesses. We have good reason to be grateful to Dave Grohl and the flu fighters. Oh, <laughs> <blimey>. <laughs> oh. I know, it's terrible, isn't it? It's all downhill from here. I always, yeah. think, with Dave, I always think with Dave Grohl, when, when, he does, when he does Glastonbury, I wish he'd get involved a bit. Yeah, you think so? Do you, think, do you know what I mean? I wish he'd go and play with some other people and stuff, you yeah. know? Yeah. He just hides himself away when yeah. he's there, doesn't, doesn't he? Doesn't interact with a crowd. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. He should go and play with a few people. Yeah. Dave Grohl. Yeah. 52. 53. 55. Oh, 55. So we're going to time with it delicately poised, uh, Jeff, at what? Yeah, just one in it. A half time, it's Paul 11, Charlie 12. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. It's half time in the birthday spread. Uh, I'm doing pretty well. So is Charlie. I'm on 11. Charlie's on 12. But uh, the listener's doing even better. Half time score of 10, lads, says John the Derby fan. My best ever. I'll no doubt manage to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory, though. Mm. Um, I always try really hard. But Andy's gangs have had me in stitches oh, today. Wow. Like Harry and Potter's by. He's a big. Stitches. Is Andy there? Is he back from his walk around? Oh, yes, I'm oh, back. No, no, I'm here. Marvelous. I'm here. I've been wearing a selection of hats and tops, and I've got a Lakers mm. top on, a Kobe really? Bryant top. That's not for your, not for your only fans guys. audience, is it? And a bloke <laughs> just said, never has there been a difference between the original person who wore it and me. Yeah. <laughs> not oh, wrong, is he? A bit harsh, but. Can you see Andy on OnlyFans? Jeff, can you broker that for him or? <laughs> no thanks. No comment. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> it, I have to say, don't get like a memo. Do half, yeah, it is like the Super Bowl halftime show. I am watching Andy on uh, on Instagram Live. And, yeah, uh, yeah, those Dur- hats were fantastic. Yeah. Chris Daguna, direct hit on Dave Grohl. Hope to keep my final nice. score under a hundred. And also on nine is Aid in Waterloo. So anyway, people are doing well, better yeah. than us. Let's crack on. Um, I'll lead us off. It's uh, Pele and Sergio Mendes. Here we go. Yeah, it's much more likely to be on Only Flans, I'd say. But there we go. <laughs> That's nice. It's uh, it's the film director John Carpenter. John Carpenter. Oh yeah. And him and his brother double man marked me in a game. I couldn't see the didn't see the ball for the first forty five minutes. A half time, I complained to our manager, who just said, "That's the Carpenters. They long to be close to you." Oh, okay, nice. nice. If you're a fan of the Carpenters, oh, yeah, yeah. Carpenters. Who is he's getting on there, John Carpenter? When he's yeah. made he made films, think, wouldn't you? Yeah, he's in his eighties. Oh, I, um, I wouldn't give me any clues if I were you. I might not. I might not have had a clue who that was. <laughs> okay. Well, the fact if you would have needed a marker, I did, and I'm I did give know you. it. I did okay. know who it was. Eighty two, John. I, th- I had 79 written down. I'm not going to say that. Now you said that. I'm Why? probably a little bit older. Okay. It's 84. <laughs> I know. Is it's it? brilliant, isn't it? Is Old wrong way regals. 76. Oh 76. Okay. Dreadful. You overthink it sometimes, Charlie. I've just got to remember. You kind of get the I'm naturally yips. good at you the get game. The birthday I have to remember yips. I'm naturally you good are. at the game. You're a natural just trust player. trust myself. You can't coach. I hate for to see it coached out of you like that. That's what it is. Yeah. Natural flair players like yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You've you just got, got an innate sense of sent someone's on loan age. too much. That's what yeah, it is. That's what's happened. That spell of Torquay did for you. What's what's the scores, Jeff? It is Paul seventeen, Charlie twenty. 2017, okay. And he just said to me, Oh, it's Kobe Bryant. I thought it was David Bryant. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey. I haven't even got my pipe out. Hey, I'll tell right. You, it's a right, well, it's a right well, laugh. Well, don't get Instagram your pipe line, out, Andy, whatever you do. <laughs> <laughs> save, save getting your pi- pipe out for the OnlyFans. Put you behind the paywall then. So, <laughs> next, Charlie leads us. I've got us one off. somewhere. Okay, I'll have a look at the next okay. thing. Yeah. Okay, it is. <laughs> Sir Trevor Nunn, the theatre director, Sir Trevor Nunn. And he used to annoy me by picking his nose, constantly clearing his throat and biting his nails. I could never stand Nunn's habits. Oh, no, okay, yes. Sir Trevor Trevor Nunn. Nunn, where's Double Denim, of course, famously. Trevor Nunn. 
Trevor Nunn, double denim. Famously in Trevor Nunn, double denim. What do you think? He's got hair, isn't he? So he's not. He's got, he's got, got a long hair. He's got a little beard. He's got like a beard. Goatee beard and hair. How old was he when he directed Cats in 1983? How old do you think he was then? I don't know. I'm going to say 82. I think he's around that, Charlie. I would have said something similar. 84. He is 84. Well done. Oh, seen, seen it in the paper. Keep it, no. Just, no, just good guesswork. <laughs> Definitely seen it in the paper. I wasn't. Absolutely. I wasn't as much of a flair player as you. I had to work a lot harder. Yeah, yeah. You, well, you just read the paper. You all know, week. When, I when, when you went home at 12 o'clock and went to or went to a nightclub, yeah. I'd be on the training. Christmas ground. Day, you were on there. I was on the Both training days. ground. I was asking. Back out on the training ground was it came very easy for me. Very, um, yeah. very early. Came too easy, I think. <laughs> so I'm on 17. What's Charlie on, Jeff? Charlie is two out, moves on to 22, five in five it, three in to it. go. That's okay. all right. That's Back to me one. then, Lee. We haven't got a lot of time left. Let's crack on. Eighth birthday. Okay. The eighth birthday is Bill Bailey, the comedian. Oh, Bill yeah. Bailey, the musician. He came to a party at our house once and stayed for three days. It was ridiculous. In the end, I had to say to him, won't you go home, Bill Bailey? Ah, yeah, yeah. lovely. Um, it's 55, Bill, I guess. You know him better than me, Charlie. He might have been to his party. I don't know. I'm going to say 60. Okay. What, 59. 59. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Right. Charlie's right. called good, up. Yeah. So where are we at, Jeff? Brilliant scoring. It's 21, 23, two in it, two to go. 23, okay, 23 me, yeah. Four's on 22. 21. Yeah, 21. Is it one? 21. 22, 23, one in it. Did you two say to 21 go. or did you say So it's, it's tw- 21, yeah. 23, so okay. two in two it. Two in it. Yeah. Oh, a bit naughty, wasn't it, Charlie? But we'll <laughs> let it go. Um, <laughs> the Nick one. <laughs> I'm taken. <laughs> Back to Charlie. Here we go. <laughs> okay, it's the Labour MP, Mary Glinden. Mary oh, Glinden. Yeah. Mary Glinden. She came to our fancy dress party, dressed yeah. up as ex-Liverpool and West Ham fullback Glenn Johnson. Oh, yeah. It was great to see Glinden B. Johnson. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like that. I like that. It's personally I mean, my favourite today. It's a long way round, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a long way round. Um, Glinden. Glinden, yeah. Is it me or Paul? It's uh, it's you, Charlie. Mary, Mary Glinden. Mary Glinden. I don't know who that is. Is he still an MP? Yes. I've no idea who that is. Go on then. 60. I'm not going to stray too far, Charlie. I'm not going to make it volatile. Let's go uh, Let's go with the wire. Um, 65. 67. Oh, Jesus. <clears throat> quite a lot in it now. So where it? are we at then? Quite a lot in it. So Paul, two out onto 23. Charlie, seven out onto 30. Seven in it going into the last one. And Andy's got his pipe out on Instagram. Oh, oh. that's nice. <laughs> okay, that don't nice? touch that dial. So here we go. Unfollow. <laughs> it's David... Yeah, yeah, it's a no from me, I'm afraid. It's David Bryant, the former um, Bowls Legends pipe that Andy pilfered from. It is. So anyway, um, yeah. Um, okay. Here we go. Last birthday. We've got to be quick. It's racing driver, uh, the only man to win the Indianapolis 500. I do, don't need to know all that. All the loads of races, 24 hours of them all. AJ Foyt. AJ oh Foyt. <laughs> Here we go and, again. Uh, there was a huge shut up. There was a huge debate <laughs> between fans over who was the better Indy car driver. Was it AJ or Mario Andretti? There's only one way to find out. Foyt. Foyt. Yes. He <laughs> um, got into a fight. So uh, even Andy Gray's watching now. This is getting silly. You didn't give, you didn't give his years, did you, uh, Andy, when he won these things? No, no, I don't really know. You don't have to. No, no, I'm just no, wondering no, if you no, had. No, no. He didn't give how old he was, did you, Andy? Think <laughs> <laughs> of his age, did you, Andy? I mean, look, we are with times of pressing. We've got to go. Um, I'd say I can't mess about. Um, um, 78. AJ Foyt. You've got to be eight either okay, way. Yeah. 86. Ooh, AJ Foyt, you're not going to believe this, is 89. Get it! Yeah. Oh. Eat it all! <laughs> Eat it all! <laughs> Eat the whole thing! Absolutely have it! You yellows! <laughs> there we are. Well, well played, the natural player, the flair player, as opposed to the bloke yeah. who spent all the time. Soften the way. <laughs> People's choice. Blokes like you, you just rock up and it's all about natural flair. No work goes into it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, that's how it all unfolded this afternoon. Charlie, you'll return on Tuesday, won't you? I'll return with you on Tuesday. we Max on Saturday. Max on Saturday, 9 till 11, the game day warm-up. Fantastic. For Crystal Palace Arsenal. That's it. Yeah, yeah, indeed. So, do hope you can join myself and Andy tomorrow. Clips of the week and lots more besides. If not, the podcast will be available at four. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on TalkSport. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.